Well, welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast with Lori Boucher and myself, Rhonda Corto. And we are excited to be diving in to the spiritual disciplines. And today we're going to be talking about one of the engagement aspects of our spiritual discipline, and that is worship. I mean, this is right up my alley. Hello. I mean, we love to talk about worship, especially I do. I've been a worship leader for many, many years, and I love how we are going to just dive in what is worship and what does it mean and how does that manifest in our lives? Well, I want to just start with the definition, just literally the definition of worship. And worship is the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration. It shows reverence and adoration for God with honor. And this is exactly what we do through worship. It's from feeling and expression to expression. And so it's enough to feel, we feel what we, about God, our love for him, our adoration of him, him being dominant, the first place in our life. We have that feeling. However, worship is moving from that feeling into expression. And that is why I think when we read all through Psalms, you read through the scriptures, we'll see shout, sing, give thanks, proclaim, declare, you know, lift your hands, dance, you know, clap your hands. You'll see many things that has a physical expression of the feeling we have of worship, of the adoration and the honor of God. And that is what worship is. And we're going to dive into today. I love that introduction. So, so good. And it's true. Worship does have a physical aspect to it. And, you know, often we start from a place of even some of those words that Rhonda just shared, you know, and how singing and music plays into that expression of that. You know, there's a whole worship culture, worship music, all of those kinds of things that, you know, a lot of us will bring into our spiritual disciplines saying like, I'm going to play worship music in my car and I'm going to worship God on my way to work. I am going to add a worship song in my morning time with God and my morning devotion just to set my heart towards the Lord in a place of adoration, in a place of thanksgiving. You know, music is such a good medium to invite that into um, the the practice of worship as a discipline, as a spiritual discipline. But worship goes beyond just music mm-hmm. in that in the sense that you know everything that we do really should come from the meaning of what you just described. That our lives literally should bring glory to God in everything that we do. You know, there's scriptures in the New, T- New Testament that say, you know, everything you do, do for the glory of God. You know, everything you put your hands to do, do it as unto the Lord. And and that's sort of the ultimate goal is that this lifestyle. So we think of it like a discipline. So then again, we can go, we can take it into a checklist. Well, I worship today or I listen to some worship music today. But but I think the goal and the desire of the actual discipline is to invite us into the posture of living our lives from a place of worship, of worship towards God. And that's shifting our thinking a little bit about everything we do and being able to see it as worship. You know, again, you and I work in a ministry context. So God and faith and conversations, you know, even as we're meeting with people and as we're meeting with our team and as we're planning all the things that we're planning, like our our hearts are postured toward what is God saying? What is God calling us to do? It's a little easier to keep our minds 
around the things of God. But if you work as a mechanic, if you work in the government in an administrative job, if you work in a job you hate, you know, you work in a dental office or you work wherever it is that you work or you're a stay-at-home mom. Sometimes it's hard to remember that these menial tasks that you just do every day can be done as worship to God. Sometimes it's hard, but it's a mindset shift. I think mm. that God is inviting us into to say, mm-hmm. no, like I live inside of you. We used to go to a temple to worship. No, now you are the temple of the presence of God, of the Holy Spirit of God that lives inside of you. So that means everywhere you go, everything you do can be postured towards thanksgiving and worship and praise and adoration and all of these actions that you just listed. I love that. It really is a life expressing that people can see what we are inner experiencing. It's like a public declaration of what we're doing privately, of what God is doing privately in our lives. So I think that's exactly what you said. It overflows in all of these areas of joy and thanksgiving. And we get to some of the, you know, when I talked about Psalms, like even in Revelation, there are so many songs that we hear of heaven, of what they're singing in heaven. And often, like even bowing down, you think that physical aspect of honor. Even you look at cultures, when a king would come, like bowing, saluting, like for generals, like there is an honor, there's a physical expression, taking, removing shoes. So many different things that happen in different cultures for honor and giving that kind of you know, respect, yeah, expression of respect. Yeah. Yeah. And so God is saying to us, what I'm doing inside of you, there is an intentional expression externally. And so as we're talking about, even just in the aspect of music, which is one slice, because like we're saying, I love how you preface that our life is to be an expression of worship. When I'm at home with my children, my family, I am to worship God by the way I serve and love them, by the joy and by the peace I bring to the home out of a great place of thankfulness and honor that I'm stewarding my family. They're not mine. They're God's. Everything I have, everything that's around me, my days, my time is a stewardship. And that is worshiping God. That is honestly, nothing I have is mine. It's all been given to me. I was born into this world. I didn't even get my first breath. I didn't earn that. God made me. God gave me my breath. God gave me all that I have. And that is the outflow of expression of thanksgiving and worship is how I honor what he has given me and how I steward that. But if I speak specifically about music, because that is something I'm so immersed in, I love that through the scripture, we see so many stories of worship. When God shows up, (laughs) when we're brought, the veil is lifted and we see a bit of like what is on the other side of his holiness. I, it's incredible the how bowing is such a big part. Laying before him, the overwhelming awe, his greatness. And literally, it's like a little threshold is released. I can't even imagine in heaven, when you look in Revelation, it's like the multitudes, millions and millions and millions of multitudes saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And like there's thunder and there's lightning and there's, it's magnificent. Like his greatness is so great that all you can say is holy, holy, holy. And they never stop. They never stop. The creatures around the throne never stop and they never tire and never will because they see a new aspect of the glory of God. And then the next time they see holy, they see 
another aspect. It's inexhaustible, the greatness of God. And so here on earth, there's an invite to say, heaven, meet earth. Let's call out and say, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Let's shout. And I think even as God is asking us to lift our hands, as God is asking us to bow, as we physically respond to what we're singing, to what we're speaking, preaching about, there is something that happens inside of us that's activated. It really is about, it's not about my own pride. It's not about me. It's about looking at the grandeur and the awesomeness of God and responding with my body, uninhibited into the into that space. And so I think even as we sing in these worship songs, we'll often sing, I bow down and we'll just sing it. But actually there's an invite to say, align your body, align that to what I am. And I'm spiritually, spiritually aligned, physically aligned, mentally aligned, emotionally aligned to me. And so that is what worship is. It's about aligning to who he is. Well, I'm awake. I'm (laughs) awake. That was an awakening moment right there. That, that Uh, was just a powerful, powerful exhortation about the call to worship and the desire for worship. I love that so much. I mean, the scriptures say that if they remain silent. The very rocks will cry out. Mm. I mean, I mean, creation calls, literally calls like where we won't, then creation will. And so what an honor to be a part and be included in this great opportunity to give glory to our creator and to participate with Mm. heaven Mm -hmm. on earth in worship of God in everything that we do. I just love, love, love that so much. Another aspect of worship that I love. And, you know, there are a couple of stories, uh, particularly throughout the Old Testament that speak to this, but, um, you know, where the children of Israel found themselves in, in different situations where an enemy was upon them. And again, when we read about natural enemies to the children of Israel, you know, there's a, a spiritual significance because the enemy, our enemy, Satan was working to literally destroy the work of God through his people, through his chosen people. And that's what he's doing in our life. He's working to destroy the work of God in our life so that we, he's looking for our allegiance. Honestly, mm-hmm. he actually mm-hmm. wants our worship. Yep. That's yes. his ultimate goal is that he wants our worship. He wants to be the object of our worship. So if we worship anything but God, then he sort of wins. Well, he doesn't sort of win. He wins. And that's mm-hmm. his desire in everything. In Second Chronicles 20, there's a story and a scripture that says, and when they began to sing in praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon. And I, I love just love this oh. idea. I just love this idea because there is warfare in our worship that when we begin to praise God, when we begin to sing and praise and give God thanks and adore him and use our words to worship him in the midst of whatever situation we find ourselves, like you said, that alignment comes that Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord over my circumstance, Jesus is Lord over my life. And that alignment comes to say, to put God in his rightful place and to put the enemy in his rightful place. Mm. And it is warfare. It is warfare against the work 
works of darkness that are coming against you in your circumstances, that are coming against you in your spirit, that want to rule you, that want your allegiance. And when we worship, we push back the darkness and we say, no, Jesus is Lord. My banner, the banner is the Lord. That His banner over me is love. His banner is over me and I lift his name high. And so I love that aspect of worship too. And I, I feel like that's part of why the it's one of the disciplines because in that space we don't off we don't always want to do it and that's where discipline kicks in it's like when we don't feel like worshiping when we don't feel like giving god thanks even there have been moments in my life where i've been through something really hard and it's not even that i don't feel like worshiping i feel like i can't mm-hmm. i feel like i don't have anything in my being that can do it because I'm either so overwhelmed or I'm so devastated about what has happened or I'm so in just disillusioned about what's happening in my life. And I think even in those spaces, again, it's why we don't do it from feeling. We do it out of a place of discipline to say, no, God, you Mm. are Lord. You are Lord Mm. of my life. And worship does not have to look like, like what it looks like on Sunday. It doesn't have to look like this prescribed idea. Mm -hmm. Worship is literally waking up and saying, Jesus is Lord. Mm -hmm. That's enough sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's enough. And sometimes that is your warfare. If you are really, really downtrodden and really going through it to wake up and just Mm -hmm. declare Jesus is Lord, that's your worship. Mm-hmm. So again, don't uh, throw off any yokes mm-hmm. that, you know, that religion or legalism want to place on your shoulders about what it has to look like. Well, you didn't worship enough. Well, you didn't do it long enough. Well, you didn't do it the right way. Well, you didn't listen to the right songs. No, 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 no. Throw all that off. Worship literally is giving God worship and praise and adoration and thanksgiving. Jesus is Lord might be your worship today. Oh, Lori, honestly, and I, I know that's going to be really encouraging. I We really sense that right now. Someone who's listening today or a few of you that are going through a horrific time and you're just like, I can't even talk about it. I don't even know what to say. I don't know how to pray. Just even say that Jesus is Lord. The name above all names, the name of Jesus that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess exactly what you say. Jesus is Lord. And his name is power. And that's the name we sing. Like even if you just say that name, you just say his name over and over and you sing his name. You just sing his name over your circumstance. Speak the name of Jesus. I mean, that's a song that we hear out now that's hit the top of the charts because I think we resonate with that. There are seasons where, yeah, we are not feeling, have the feeling, but we're actually saying intentionally, I'm going to say this and believe it. I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it until I feel it. I'm going to say it until I can start to like move into this season of freedom or healing or restoration or through the other, you know, in this journey. But right at this moment, the name of Jesus may be exactly that is your warfare. That is the name. And actually that there's no greater name. That's the greatest name of all to say. And I love that you just encouraged everyone listening to Lori because, you know, our trials, those are the times where these spiritual disciplines really kick in. We need them. Actually, even in the ease, familiarity, we all need them every oh single goodness, time. You're so right. But in, you know, some of the ease, we actually have to be even more intentional than ever. 
But there are seasons where it is dark and it is hard and we can put on ourselves more shame and more guilt instead of coming under the mercy, tender mercies of God and the greatness of God, the banner of God and just saying, Jesus, I can't say anything else but Jesus, help. Jesus, your Lord, your Lord. I love that you just said that. So today, Jesus is Lord. And that's our worship. That is our worship. And that is what all that we do is declaring. Jesus is Lord. Whether we have many words to say it, whether we just say that, and whether we're at that place where even for some, I want to encourage you, some of you have been, you know, you've maybe never lifted your hands in church. Maybe you've never even clapped your hands. Maybe you've never even danced to a song. I want you even today to take it to a whole other level. Put a song (laughs) of praise on and start to dance and just dance. And I feel like that's part of the expression of God. I love this. I love the story of David when the Ark of the Covenant came back to Jerusalem and his joy was so over the top that he was bringing the Ark into the place of Jerusalem and he began to dance and his wife was even ashamed. She was so embarrassed. And he said, I will be even more undignified than this because he was overcome with this abandoned joy to be like, you're all that matters, God. And I don't even care what I look like. I am so filled with joy. And so today, maybe even you clapping your hands to a song and dancing in your house, maybe actually break something over your life of maybe religion, break over your life of just feeling even hidden or so conservative that you think, I, I can't do that. No, God wants you to have joy and that can come through dancing. So do something, lift your hands, start to shout. Do something in your home today. I want to encourage you today. As Lori encouraged you, I want to encourage you on the other side. Give some worship. Give a shout. Do a dance. Do a good clap. (laughs) Do a dance. I'm actually picturing you guys right now going into your bathrooms, putting on some music and dancing. Give a good (laughs) dance with yourself. I love it. No, I love that encouragement. And you know, this is the thing. And it's funny that you, it's funny that you just said this because this is what came to my mind. I like the scriptures say that God sees the heart. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God sees the heart. And I think that some are really, really comfortable with the external physical expression of worship, like dancing, shouting, singing, putting their hands up and all of that. And, and for some of you, the challenge is actually to not pick up that form and actually sit down and rest mm, in the completed work so of Christ, good. of actually sit down in silence and solitude. That's part of your worship to actually not do what is so natural for you to do. But I love Rhonda, how you kind of encourage people who don't do this to stretch themselves, but it's on both sides because God sees our heart. And sometimes we can have all the external expressions of worship, but our heart can be far from God. Yes. And that's just a comfortable yes. space. But God sees, he knows our heart. We can't fool God. No. <laughs> he sees and knows our heart. Sure, we can fool each other. And sure, we can, you know, get in a room with each other and maybe get excited by the excitement we see in others. But I think it's about actually stretching ourselves wherever we need to be stretched and really just being open to that and sitting with the Holy Spirit and saying, Holy Spirit, where are you stretching me today? Maybe your stretching today is actually to say to your neighbor in the cubicle beside you at work, God loves you. Maybe that's your stretch today and that's part of your worship. Maybe your stretch is to actually use your mouth 
at work mm-hmm. to say, you know what? I just want to thank God for lunch. Can I, do you mind if I pray? Mm-hmm. Like what, what, so what's good. the stretching worship step? And, and only you can answer that because I don't know what's stretching for you. For some of you, you talk too much about God at work. I, and I mean, maybe you'd say, oh, you can't talk too much about God. No, you can because your, your, work, your coworkers are getting turned off yes. <laughs> of God. Maybe you need to care more about what's going on in their personal lives. So every one of us needs to really just wait on the Lord and trust his leading in our lives and be obedient to what he's calling us to do, but also be willing to stretch outside Mm -hmm. of our comfort zone and what comes very natural to us, Mm -hmm. not just relying on our personalities, not just relying on our comforts, but leaning into spaces that are not comfortable. So maybe on Sunday, you're not someone who's ever put your hand up in church. Maybe it's like, you know what? I, I'm going to just halfway, half mask it. Just get those hands up up halfway. And just as a way of saying, God, like I surrender, I, I surrender and I, yeah. I'm going to stretch myself and maybe for, maybe for somebody else. No, it looks different. Maybe it's like, no, instead of today of, you know, lifting my hands high into the sky, I'm going to kneel. Like I'm going to kneel in an, in a, just a posture of humility and reverence. Like maybe I'm going to, that's how I'm going to express my worship today. So again, even in that space, I love that challenge, but every one of us needs to be constantly and continually pulled out of sort of the forms that we take on in our worship and think that this is all that worship is. No, worship is every part of who we are. And let's lean into what that can look like. That is so good. Well, you've been, I'm sure everyone has been encouraged today because I know you and I both, you know, I'm like, okay, God, yes, we pick up forms. Lord, show me how I can just even grow and be just molded in this season to express worship in the way that your heart wants me to grow in and to stretch in. And so I love that. So today, may your inner love and passion for God and an adoration of Him move into an expression. And may God show you where He is growing you and stretching you in that expression of worship, however it may be. And so we encourage you to lay before that, like you said, Lord, to pray, ask the Holy Spirit, and He's going to show you as we worship God. So be blessed today. We are so happy you joined us.